Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 63. Okay, Lauren, I'm now 100% convinced that our phones are listening to us. That's funny. Why do you say that? Well, I definitely agree, but something happened to me this week too. Did it? Yeah. I have a wild story to tell you in just a minute of I know 100% now that Instagram is listening to my conversations oh. when I'm not using the app. Free. Oh, yeah. Free. And it's targeting marketing ads to me based yeah. on what I'm saying to people in conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I'm dying. Yeah. Very catered towards you. And it's very weird. Okay. So I'll tell you a little bit more about the specifics in just a minute. But yes, this is episode 63. And before we get going, we just want to thank all of you for being here. And um, do take a moment to go pause and go subscribe to the show if you're not already. And we say it all the time, but we really do appreciate so much the reviews, you guys. It seriously makes our day anytime that we see a new one pop up. So we really, really appreciate it if you would go take the time to leave us a review. Absolutely. Um, Okay, really quick for the rundown. We're going to do another Hot Takes Yeah. There's so much going on. The world is reopening to some degree. So we're going to talk about school and what the future of that might look like based on what we're hearing this Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been like a major concern um, that I think we're all probably sharing. So we're going to give our opinions as we going viral very quickly with things. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And then we're going to share an older movie that Lauren told me to watch this week. I literally have in my notes here, freaky exclamation point. <laughs> it was. And we're going to talk about it. I, we are going to talk about it. And you believe the star lineup in that movie? Such Every a star. scene had a new big star in it. And I was like, how'd this go so under the radar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my husband said the same thing. Like, man, uh, there's a there's lot of There's like famous. 10 big names in it. Oh, totally. Um, and, and you just have to... Well, we'll go into that. Um, and then we're going to kind of close out the show with a discussion on aging. Yeah. And this got brought up by Miss Vera Wang. Miss Vera Wang. Maybe if you're a younger mom, you don't know Vera as well. But like during our generation, the 90s, the 2000s, she was very relevant. Oh, I remember like wanting a Vera Wang Wedding, wedding dress. Like, totally. of course, way like dream world. Like, but that was like the goal. Vera oh, yeah. Wang, she was the it. Like, she ball was gown. it. And so this past week, she kind of went viral herself. Oh, yeah. And we're just going to talk about that are to die for the black magic that woman must have because yeah. she's the literally of youth. <laughs> yeah. And like, what's going on there? Well, tell me real fast about your um, phone listening to you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I was at work one afternoon and um, our friend Monica, she came by with um, a soda for me. It was like late in the afternoon or whatever. And my phone was totally off. Like yeah. she it was just a really quick visit in my office and she had on this really cute shirt and I I said to her oh I love that is that anthropology and she goes no it's this brand called Ruli I really like Ruli yeah and I was like Ruli I've never heard of that I had never heard of it and I was like oh okay and she and she said yeah they have hats and things like that and I was like oh I'm gonna have to go look that up okay Ruli I'll look at that no joke I get home that night I'm scrolling through Instagram and for the first time Ever. No joke. Yeah. I'm seeing ads for Ruli pop up. Oh, I know. Yeah. (gasps) And I was like, what? Oh, that happened to me like, but that was like two years ago that happened to me. We were talking about- Where was that obvious? No, it was a makeup box and I'm going to like butcher it. It's called like Isly or I-S-L-Y or something. 
And my sister-in-law had given me a makeup brush and she's like, oh, it just came in this makeup um, monthly subscription I get. It's called, and I'm butchering the name, but something I never heard of. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I have the brush or whatever. And so anyways, I literally that afternoon pull up Instagram. It's one of the first ads, this like monthly box subscription, something I never heard of in my life. <gasps> and it was there. And I'm like, ooh, that's so freaky. Oh, see, I don't Weird. think I've had an experience like that yet where it was so distinguished. Like oh, I right. could remember You've the conversation. the name, the word ever in your life. And then you, you're talking about it that day and it's there. Oh it's my weird. gosh. I was seriously like, this is some big brother stuff. Yeah, like it's crazy. Crazy. Oh, so, and it's everywhere. It's, it, I feel like it's not even just Instagram. I feel like it's like oh, all I, of it. I don't even want to think about it. I know. Like that's so creepy. It is. Ew. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let's jump into the school stuff. Right. So, right. so like we said, there were some guidelines put out this past week um, from the CDC guidelines, again, for right. reopening schools and what that might look like. And when we first looked at it, mm-hmm. what was your first reaction initially? Well, well yeah. I, even a few days before that, my sister-in-law sent it to me and she was like, is this a joke? Because it just was so extreme and far-fetched for children at school. Totally. And I thought maybe a blogger had written it up for like hypothetical. And I went looking around and then just a day or two later, we got to talking about it. And yeah, come to find out this is from the CDC. And I mean, I think we should emphasize guidelines, but let's, yeah, to go off I'm a few g- of them. I'm going to share a couple of these. It's crazy. So um, they are suggesting that ch- children wear masks if over the age of two, no sharing items or supplies, clean and disinfect frequently touch surfaces, all belongings are to be separated into ind- individual cuppies, um, desks should be six feet apart and all facing the same direction, one child per seat on a school bus and skip rows between riders. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, That's how sad. inefficient, and, right? And so lonely. So lonely. <laughs> this one, install sneeze guards or partitions where six feet apart won't work. So like the plastic covers like at Target and the gas stations. So So you have like a plastic wall between your neighbor and you. Right. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. One way routes in the hallways, which they try to do already. Um, No shared spaces, including the cafeteria and playground. I know. That was the one that I was like, oh. I'm just dying at some of this stuff. Here's the next one that I just was so sad about. Only pre-packaged boxes or bags of food instead of hot lunch lines. Yeah. No cafeteria food. I just, oh my gosh, so many thoughts and emotions about this. Here's the next one. Kids eat lunch in the classroom. At their desk. Yeah. No field trips, assemblies, or external organizations in school. Some children stay with the same staff all day. I'm just like, you guys, it literally what is sounds going like on? a jail. Limit the volunteers and visitors, daily health and temperature checks. I'm literally like, what reality are we living in right now? Where legit, our children are sitting in these plastic bubbles, 
in their yeah. classrooms. Yeah. They're now probably going to be dispensed a food box from a robot <laughs> instead of a lunch lady. I'm like, what it's is going on? Are we all going to be wearing the gray beige apocalyptic clothes and like the teachers oh, out oh. there in the yellow, like, yeah. ga- what are those like gas masks? Right, right. And all the, that? Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh my gosh. No, I, I think the immediate reaction, because I feel like it went viral and there, I don't know who wrote up these memes, but there was like two different lists I saw and it said like CDC, like, you know, guidelines and they went viral really quick. And I think it kind of ensued some panic for sure. Like, totally. what? This is not normal. This isn't fair. Our kids, no this way. This is not America. This, right. Come on. And I just think it's wild because very, very, very few cases are younger than 18, right? A. B, nonetheless, death rates under 18. Yeah, they're worried about them being the carriers. And then locals. Yeah. And it's like, and then lo- locally, like every every region is so different. So that's such a wide range of rules right. to put on every bit of this country. Like that's just a little too much. Right. And that's where they did have to come say like, hey, these are guidelines. Right. It should be applied per these every state. These are suggestions all the that you could use yeah. depending your area or depending yeah. your, you know, concern with things. But, and so, and that's the thing, you uh, you know, Emma Jade over at MomCast, she she has said that. And I think that like reassured a lot of people to be like, yes, these are the things they're suggesting. These are options. And some of these are already implemented in stores or local, or, you know, public places. But this isn't by any means required at every school, every one of these. Like, and that's not what it's going to look like. And I really am very curious to see what you know, is it come by district? Does it come by governor? Does it come by state? Like, how do they implement this and what? Absolutely. And I do want to say, because we are giving opinion here, we understand listeners are from all over. Yes. We, we see our stats. You guys are in other countries. You're in states across the United States. All of it. We get that. We are coming from it from Arizona. Right. The numbers are really low. I don't know anybody personally who's been impacted by it. Yeah, we both um, can still say we do not know one we person really that don't. has corona. Exactly. And so we are coming at it at this place right now on May 23rd at 9:30 at night. Right. This is our opinion. Yes. And it may change tomorrow yes. based on who knows what Stats happens. Stats and the yeah. and, and who knows with the summer opening up in yeah. public places, we might be seeing another tune in two months. Right. Who really knows? Absolutely. But my whole thing with all of this, okay, is, and again, this is Sarah's opinion. This is Sarah talking, not Lauren. I want to take ownership for my words, but I'm starting to see a shift in like thinking and what is normal to people. And it's like, I am not okay with this becoming normal. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with my child because here's my thoughts on this. Okay. I think once you go to the degree of implementing all of these changes, let's say you do have to implement the, um, the plexiglass and the, the no cafeterias and all the stuff and like the box lunches and all the stuff. Once you go to the expense of putting those processes in place and buying the equipment and installing it in the classrooms and all the things, it's not like that's all going to get taken down it's next not gonna year. It's not going to go away. It's not right. going to go away. It's not. It sets a precedent and then that becomes the new norm. Well, and and I feel like when they set those boundaries and these new policies, they're like, this is preventing Corona, but it's also preventing the common flu and the common oh. cold. And it's preventing the measles are coming outbreak again. It's preventing everything. And we're like, yeah, but it's still... Crazy town. But you have to be so careful for that. And that was my immediate reaction. So my immediate, what I said to our friend group 
is this scares me. As human beings, we are built to be around germs. We need to be around germs. That's how our immunity gets built up. That's how we all survive is we're around germs all day, every day. Right. And And we have been for years and years and years. Going to Target was not crazier no. six months ago than it is right now. I mean, it's just how a new many germ. of our children have licked the floor of Target? Yes, right. and been fine. Do you right. understand what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. But when you take away that and you sterilize an environment to some degree, your immunity responds to that. Right, it does, and it happens quicker than people realize. And so then you kind of have this counter um, thing that happens where you're kind of self-destructing to some way. Like you can't even fight off a cold or a flu or like all the things that we get hit with. My whole point is, is all of the, as we see all of these things that is coming at us so fast because it's all so new. The virus is probably changing as we speak. I don't even know. And they're putting out all these guidelines. Just take a moment and think. Like, don't just blindly accept it. That's all I'm trying to say. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an epidemiologist. Like, I I don't spend my life studying these things. But I'm just using common sense. And And I'm saying... I think, you know... Fear is a huge factor and, and just, I I don't, it is. And I come at this, tell everybody, I took quarantine so seriously. Sarah was probably, honestly, you guys, the most extreme person I knew in my whole circle of life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Sarah was the one that was locked down for 67 weeks by herself with her kids. Totally. I took it so serious because I read all the data. I read all the numbers of the millions who were going to die and like all this stuff. And that's where it's like coming out of that. I know a hundred thousand people have died and that is tragic. And any life is tragic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, you have other effects now where we're seeing like uh, record-breaking job loss. Unemployment like, is like millions and millions oh, of people. Devast- it is, oh, it's yeah. devastating. Last, year, last week, it was like 5 million applied for unemployment. And so that's where it like gets a little tricky for me, where right. I took uh, it so to seriously. To what expense? And I'm we... like, okay, we did our part. We got the hospitals ramped up. We got the medical equipment ramped up. We got the capacity ramped. And we did. Ramped. We flattened the curve. We, we did. Flattened we flattened the curve. The curve. I, I don't know. I feel like for me, I'm kind of missing something. And I'm trying to put the dots together. And again, in Arizona, it's for us, like, and I've said this to Sarah a few times, it's hard for me to be scared of something I just don't see. Right. And it's like, I, I, I have said, we've talked a little bit about this throughout, and I'm probably repeating myself, but my husband never stayed home a day through this. He worked and he exposed our he family from the get-go. Yeah. And so I kind of took quarantine with kind of like half foot in, half foot out, but like we were still living life a little bit, seeing cousins or, you know, a few neighbors and yeah. we were... Trying to stay busy, going on hikes, whatever. So, and I still have yet to meet someone in my circle or life um, with Corona. And so it's been like just a hard thing to adjust to. But then, with that being said, I know there's pockets of the country that have just been hit so hard and people losing multiple people they know. And so, and my sympathies like 100% go to those people. And that's why I feel like. When you watch the like national news, they're putting on us here in Arizona some things that might be necessary in New York, Absolutely. but they're not here. Right. Or I don't think they are personally. Me sitting right. here at 930 at night on May 23rd, I personally don't feel like they are. Right. And to think that it's going to alter my children's um, oh really youth or learning experience or school experience because, you know, 
New York City has a crazy outbreak. That's what's like so like it's intense. scary. And so my my our whole thing is like when you think about school and all of the things, like could it be forever changed? Would I don't you send know. your kids to school if even half of that list was implemented at you your know, school? Would if, you send them or no? If it was like half of it, probably I would. Because here's the thing, okay? What would? Yeah, go ahead. I'm. I feel so inadequate to teach my children. I really right. do. We've talked about this. Yeah. I, we both have full-time jobs. Like I, I'm not a teacher. You went to school for teaching. You right. know how to do it. I well, don't No, but seriously, no, but I know, but there is a craft to getting on a level with a child. Right. There's a patience involved there that I do not possess. Okay. Just having the patience to like slow down and like try and cut with a child. I don't have time for that. I'm yeah. like, I've got meetings. I've got all thing reports I've got to get out. I've got, and so that's where when, my brain goes. And when you do spend time with your kids, you don't want to be pounding down on them to do their math sheet. Right. Like you want to be spending time with them. So I totally agree with that. And what about I mean, you? I, you know, I think, I think there's like certain ones on that list yeah. that if that was how it was at school, like I think if recess got cut out, specials got cut out, even honestly, even though the lunchroom's not that big of a deal, but like kind of if the lunch really altered those type of things where kids need the freedom, they need the movement, watching like a TV show, they probably honestly would shift to here's an episode of Curious George for your mm. lunchtime break. Like that to me, I'm like, well, I could do that at home. Like yeah. I can, I can, you know, think I could get creative. And I even said to George, like, let's just say things get crazy and things adjust and we are looking at a new future. I mean, Hey, I'll take on fifth grade and I will recruit three or four other fifth graders yeah. in my neighborhood and I'll teach fifth grade at my and house. And we talked about that. And then yeah. my second graders can go to your house to and mine. we'll hire a tutor there. Yeah. Like we would think of alternative things. I mean, that's extreme circumstances, right. but I just, it, and the idea right. of so changing Maybe the if whole the format, social aspect is taken out of school where they are isolated. Or maybe they abbreviate the day to doing yeah. three hours, gun it out, and then they go home and I can socialize them, you know? No, we we do that. We we are with friends and family a lot. So then they have the freedom with me. But if it was like a six or seven hour day still, and they're still taking out yeah. the fun, interactive learning components that make school special, a fun experience for them, things that, you know, every child deserves to have those experiences. I mean, that could change everything. Well, this kind of goes line by line with, have you heard about the letter that was sent to the president this week by the doctors? No. Have you heard about that uh, yet? No, I haven't. So there's like this group of like 500, 600 doctors who submitted this letter to President Trump, like trying to urge him to kind of get the economy going again. Oh, interesting. Um, and I, I mean, really quick, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but he, they they pretty much just bring up like there's a lot of underlying issues here in the health, like mental health um, things that are going to be casualties if we continue this on much longer. Oh, like, yeah. so I, I just pulled it up. And one of the quotes, it says the millions of casualties of a continued shutdown will be hiding in plain sight but they'll be called alcoholism, homelessness, suicide, heart attack, stroke, kidney failure, you know, financial instability. And he goes on drug addiction, pregnancies, poverty. Like there's so much that if we keep people like this, like away from people and like take their jobs away from them, all that, like there's so many other well, things. I, that I, go into my it. dad said something really profound right along with that, that I just didn't even think about like that angle weeks ago. He said, okay, 
I mean, of course, if we value every life and the, the Corona is taking lives and it's just beyond tragic, but either, you know, Corona could take a life and, or it's, you know, the financial loss will take a life. And, yeah. the, and when that takes a life and meaning if it's literal, like just, you know, bankruptcy, no money, no job, but the depression or suicide that could come with that possibly, but also the effect it has on a family. Oh, and totally. we're talking the breadwinner of the father, maybe or mother, but then it affects its four children and spouse and forever. generation and forever. Yeah. So, I mean, there is losses on every end yeah. here and there is no right choice here. Mm-hmm. It is like a double-edged sword. Yeah. It will be very interesting to see. Yeah. And another point that the doctors brought up, which I I had not even thought about that I thought was so interesting is they say, you know, during a lot of the shutdown, patients are missing like routine checkups and like, you know, mammograms. Oh, sure. Um, just all, all the like the, checkup stuff oh that you gosh. catch cancer and you cancer. catch, just, you I catch have all these pain things. in my throat, but I'm right. not going to go. And oh, right. wow, I have throat so cancer. So there's all of these like oh my checkup type yeah. things that we catch by just going to the doctor that like we haven't been able to right, do. These hospitals are just empty, waiting for the, waiting for the, and is the that, Corona. Is that it's, not just, I had never even thought about that. It, it's just so wide reaching. It's hard to even fathom it. And I know, I mean, Oh my gosh. I guess it's just going to be a waiting game and I'm a little anxious about it just to see what the school year holds. Yeah. Because it's funny, our principal, you know, everyone's wrapping up their year and doing these drive-by graduations and, you know, sending like the video goodbyes from the teachers. And it's just so strange, so strange. And the teachers and my principal, they're holding their head high and being like, thanks for a great year. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, we just don't even know what the future holds right now. Mm -hmm. Will we be coming back? Will it be normal? Will we get to have a normal experience, go back to, it's just, it's so weird. It's It's so so weird. weird. I just, I'm like anxious and almost nervous to see what the fall holds. I I just want it to be normal, but I, I know it's going to be very different and I just don't know how yet. I know. And I just want us to try and hold on to what we know is normal. Right. To some degree. I understand it will never go back to what it was before probably. I know. It's 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 kind of like 9/11, yeah. you know, something oh, so yeah. big that has impacted us all so hard and things little things just from like, you know, security and going to the airport gate and what you can carry on, all the things and we and now we're just used to it, but those changes were made and this is another huge change that will impact the way we oh. even converse with people like will people still shake hands will people still will they hug people strangers or you know it's just like little things it's gonna change it's going to change i hate it it's i know i I mean even disneyland i know you guys roll your eyes at me but disneyland is my happy place and i just don't know what that's even gonna look like it's a crowded place where there's just things you touch rides everything Mm. what is that even gonna look like from here on out i know is it gonna be masks and temperature gauges on everything and I don't you know, think we can just, let that be normal. No, this, I just not. Well, this floats right into the movie. Tell it's them. Contagion. Tell it, it came out in 2011. Say it again. I just spoke over you. Say it again. We watched Contagion. It came out in 2011, really starred Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow. Jude Law. Martin Lu- Kate Lawrence Winslet. Martin, no, Lawrence Fisher. There we go. Yeah, Kate Winslet. Yes. Um and it's really telling the story of Corona, but it's this other disease. I, what, what did they? Oh, what, it's it's times a hundred. And, and I they mean, die. They almost die within forty eight hours. Of oh, it. totally. So it's, it's very way different. Extreme. It's way way different. Like 
I think 25 million people die in the movie. It's very apocalyptic. Yes, like, it's like you get it, you're going to die. Oh, yeah. So it's and very it's like, different that way. It's like tra- like no social services are going on. Trash is building up, like all the stuff. People are stealing and like all hell right. breaks it's, loose. It, but what I think... But I think what people were scared would happen oh, yeah. here. How yeah. they're running to the store for toilet paper, stocking up their food supply, thinking we're locking down. Do we need a gun in case people need my toilet paper? Like, well, I think people thought that way back at the oh, beginning. I thought like, that way. Like, we thought this is how it's going down. No, but watching the movie, so me and my husband started, and you guys... Go rent this movie if you have not done yeah. it yet. Amazon it, it's, Prime. It's such a trip. You're it's gonna, a trip just because it's so c- comparable. Prophetic relatable. almost. Yeah. It's, the foreshadowing. So it starts off with Gwyneth Paltrow and she's in China. And legit, it's from a freaking bat. Bat bit the Same pig. thing. A bat bit a pig and then they made food with the pig. He and touches the pig and then she eats something that a chef prepared by that pig. And that's yeah. how it gets passed to her. So she's patient zero. In China. In China. Hong Kong, yeah. And then it just like wildfire, wildfire starts spreading. And you just see the first 10 minutes are very interesting because you just see three or four people that are getting sick, but how much they, everything they touch, girl, who they sneeze by, girl. how it quickly, quickly spreads. And it's creepy. I was, I was dying when they go to the grocery store. So Matt Damon takes yeah. his daughter to the grocery store and he's like, don't touch that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. I yes, always have yes. And the empty shelves. And yes, oh my gosh. It's just <laughs> wild. I'm like, me and Jeremy kept looking at each other and we're like, what is going on? Yeah, it's it's and, oh it's my just gosh. a crazy visual. I mean, when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh my gosh. And like the mask. Kate, I just remember that scene. Kate Winslet runs up to the sick guy and puts the mask over his face. And I'm just like, holy cow. And just how the CDC's, you know, scrambling, re- running as fast as they can, literally trying to figure this out and beat this out and what it is and how it spreads and all the behind the scenes. It's just uncanny how like... It's a trip. I, yeah. And again, they die from it. So it is a much more intense, extreme Well, situation. thanks for ruining it, Lauren. No, <laughs> <laughs> no meaning not that they died, but meaning it's a... It's a yeah. um, oh, it's a deadly disease. Yeah, yeah. It's a deadly disease that they these people catch and then they die within like three days. Yeah, yeah. And and they don't know what it is at the beginning. Yeah. And so they're just figuring it out. But I thought it was just very, yeah, Dude, wild. Yeah. It was Interesting wild. to watch with pretty much art. Um, what is that? Art um, imitating life. Reality. It's literally yeah. like what's happening. It And and it's a really great lineup. Even Brian Cranston, um, like I said, Lawrence Fisher, Jude Law, just such a- And it was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, literally. And I, I actually do remember when this came out. I and don't. I just didn't really bat an eye. I was like, eh, whatever. And, um, but I, I, it's very interesting to watch now. Oh my so. gosh. So if you want to just a date night in- trip like total yeah. trip you yeah. and your husband there's nothing super graphic like yeah. I don't even know what it's rated but there's like it's nothing 13 yeah it's just it's contagion go rent it I don't I didn't find anywhere it was free to stream yeah my you mom to rent said it. it was on cable the other night oh. which is funny that's yeah. where she watched it but yeah you can rent it on prime oh my gosh crazy yes I know that Ugh. was that was interesting oh my gosh okay well let's talk about Vera I know let's not oh. change to lighter note and Holy the beautiful Vera Wang. you guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so I said to Lauren, we have to talk about this. I died when I saw these photos. The photos. Because yeah. she's about to turn 71. 71. 71. When she, s- lo- she looks better than me, No, Lauren. yeah, when you see these photos, you would just think she's a 33-year-old model. Like, you would never... 
I, and I want to see a close-up of her face. It's been years since oh, I've I, seen. Oh, I went and looked. Did, but she looks currently, good. Currently, her face, like yeah. right now. Yeah, she I, looks good. I mean, she looks just flawless. Her body looks, again, like a 30-year-old body. Has it's, she ever had kids? I don't think so. Yeah, I read so she, that helps. Well, I read that she was an ice skater and didn't qualify for the Olympic team, so she moved into fashion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You guys, go look up these. They are her... She's modeling in her face mask, yeah. some like couture dresses at her house. And I don't think she intended for this well, to like... She, she. I think she she did it in honor of the Met Gala. That wasn't happening. And so, yeah. And, but they're just stunning. And they're, you know, her designs. And she's just like posing in her backyard. And she looks just incredible like her skin is so smooth and granted it could be botox but like she doesn't look fake like you know how most 70 year old women who are botoxed up like she looks well i think asians really do age gracefully like i think they really have that milky skin and they just i yeah i think they age pretty well yeah if they take care of themselves you know and so I, she I just think African-American people age really pretty too. Yeah. yeah. Especially African-American men. I feel like, they like don't really when they wrinkle the same, well, like, like when they bald, they look good without yeah. hair. Yeah. You know no, what I they mean? Do. Yeah. Nine absolutely. times out of 10, right. I feel like compared to like a uh, Caucasian or like, Oh yeah. They can Latin totally American. pull off the buzz, totally. you know, big to look. And it's just so not fair. <laughs> like, I know. Oh, it's almost abs- like the fair skin you have, the worse you age. As, yeah. As sad no. as that is. Well, I feel like Caucasians like almost age the worst. Well, because and it's even because like of Latinos, the sun damage. Like what's that? Sun damage. Wouldn't yeah, you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, you just think of all the different races. I mean, yeah, I feel like us white people just can age the worst. I mean, so what are like some big indicators to you of like that you, that show aging? What do you notice when you like try so to So the first thing I kind of feel like I can tell is the neck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like the neck is very hard to deceive almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you can have like Botox and lifts and all the things, but I feel like you can still see the texture, the, the like gravity the, pull. Yeah, the gravity. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like the neck and the hands. The hands. The hands are interesting too. Well, funny, real fast on the, the neck. Um, I remember my cousin growing up. She She's a lot older than me, but she was doing my makeup one day and she told me, Always take your lotion or moisturizer all the way down the neck. You mm-hmm. got, can't forget your neck. You got to keep because same thing. Mm-hmm. Like that skin's going to age as well, and you got to. And you're care going of it. down, but you're supposed to go up. You know oh, that, is right? It? Up always. On my neck? Always. Oh, I don't know you if I You never, do. ever go down with anything on your face. Oh. Well, you know when you're getting a facial, they're always going up Pulling towards your chin. up. Yeah. yeah. Always. Because you never want to encourage it to go down. Yeah, push it deep down. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's, I'm literally touching my face because, oh uh, no, that's funny. I don't know if I actually knew that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, wow, I've got to remember that. You all, always, no matter what you're doing, you always use upward motions on your neck, face. That makes complete sense. Yeah, you want to yeah. work against gravity. Yeah, oh um, gosh. And your hands. Your hands. Saying, yeah. I, weird enough, my dad told me this like years ago. Yeah. And I feel like, on myself, I see it. Yeah. Like majorly. Right, right. And like celebrities, when you're watching certain shows. So I started watching Grey's Anatomy again last night. Oh, did you? Good. I'm getting caught up on season 16. Good, good. And I just, I'm sorry, I have to say it. Call me whatever you want to call me, but I cannot deal. I can't deal with, with Meredith Pompeo. and DeLuca. 
I, oh, I'm still are with you them. Still there? Yes, I am. Oh, girl, you're behind. I, oh, I, know I can't I am. stand it either. But I cannot. So unrealistic. I can't see her with him, and I'm just like, gosh, why? And so she is one who, it's awful. who I don't necessarily feel. She did not age gracefully at all. At all. Now, when you go back and watch season, even even I up love to you, season, Ellen. Even if you ever to, hear this, even up to season six, seven, she's just like, she has a very unique look, but she's just really, she is really pretty. And she, when she's with Dempsey McDreamy, oh my goodness, they're mm-hmm. just this duo and she's just darling, mm-hmm. but something, oh man, I don't know what it is. She but just didn't age well, or she got a bad, a bad facelift. Motor, I, don't know. I don't know, but I did. I, I, thought of her because in the episode I watched last night, her hands are very visible on DeLuca, like on him. And it's so obvious how old she is because yeah. of her aunt, her hands. Cause you're right. There's no treatment really for that either. So it's you're like, not hiding it. So. Yeah. It's like the texture, the elasticity, like all of it, you know what Interesting. I mean? Yeah. And so, yes. and then the, the other thing that I'm noticing on myself again, that I feel like is making me look older is spotting. Yeah. Like not only the wrinkles, but I feel like my skin is starting to like discolor in face. Pick, in well, picking places. up like, yeah, pigment or sunspots yeah. and something I just didn't even like think twice about two or three Never. years ago. I feel like I've been thinking about that for probably about a year or two now. And I'm but like, it, but, Ugh. and I mean more so like when you're young, you just have this kind of glow to your skin. Yeah. There's well, you kind almost of, almost don't have to think twice about your skin for a long time. Right. You're just it's, washing it at night. Yeah. Maybe some moisturizer. But you know what I'm saying? It's oh, almost yeah. like you have a luminance, like just a natural luminance to your skin. And it's like, I feel like as I'm approaching my mid thirties, it's almost like a dryness, a like the, the spotting, the diff, like really subtle spotting. Mm-hmm. It just kind of takes away from that. Yeah. You know what I oh, mean? Absolutely. And so it's just all the things combined. It's just like my hair has gotten slightly thinner, slightly. Mm-hmm. Th- you, you've got hair for days, so no. don't oh, even. No, but, but I, I know what you mean. I could say the same. Though, I feel like it or not. after three children, my hair's thinner and Do spots. you have many gray hairs yet? I've not found one yet. Really? No. Good for you. That's have awesome. You? I never noticed them, but like when someone is coloring my hair or either styling me they'll be like oh I see like one or two oh okay see them here and there yeah no I never notice it yeah but gray hairs will be interesting like that's something you will never I'm saying it right now you will not see a gray hair on my head I'm not going to be one of these women who just embraces the gray. I can't embrace it either. Not happening. No, not, not the silver or the. I no, I no, can't. I, I just can't. I'm sorry. Like I, I no. It's not I, it immediately ages you. Unfortunately, yeah. I and some people look beautiful with it, but they there's do. just no way around it. It does age you. Yeah, it does. And so I feel like when you can color your hair, though, it just is something you can hold on to that younger you. <sighs> I was always that blonde or I was always that brunette or black, you know, Lauren, just black beauty. I think I might be going through a, a, a midlife crisis. Why? <laughs> Why? As we're saying, I'm just going to say it. Oh my, you're going I'm going to sit here and say it. She's going to say You guys, it. I know what she's saying. Let in go. the past 12 months, I've been super aware of like my skin, the little bitty wrinkles, like the hair loss. So I have gotten it in my head. I'm going to say it right here, guys, that I might be considering a breast augmentation. Yeah. And I've not ever seriously considered it. Right. And I think it's something I'm like, 
okay, well, I might can feel like fresh and new if I have that, Yes, you know? And I'm not talking about anything crazy, like at all. It would be very, very minimal. I have like nothing as we speak. Yes. Um, But I can find myself looking for ways to like make improvements, even though I don't need to be doing that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, I think your situation's even a little different too, because I mean, if you want to go there, it further, it, it, you've always been a smaller oh, chest. Oh, so small. I look so, exactly the same as the day right. I got married. And in a good way too, because yeah. you're, you're not sagging or, yeah. you know, like whatever. You're just, you, you've you always been yeah. this way. She's yeah. more more athletic build. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm more sporty, not right. the, the big, bigger chest or anything. But, and yeah. so you're kind of maybe ready to, and again, you said very subtle, but oh, just something to fill out your swimsuit. And I'm literally just thinking spice like it up a little bit, a small B. Right. That's literally what yeah, I'm thinking. Ex- absolutely. And my, no, but here's my thought process of why I kind of got this in my head one day in the past, like it's literally been a week or so since I've had this on my brain. I saw somebody, I was watching the news, I was watching a movie or something, and there was like an older woman, her Uh late 50s or something, and she was kind of my build. I'm 5'10". You know, I would say I'm a slender-ish build. I'm, you know, tall and all. Um, And she was dressed very, you know, professional 50-ish. And she just had like a really nice chest area. And it made her legs look thinner, I feel like, and all the things. And so then I got to saying to my husband, hun, do you feel like when I gain a little weight down the road and I'm sagging in all the places and I have like no boobs, am I going to look weird? Right. At right. 55 stand or whatever. And he's like, no, you're beautiful. Like, I love you. Like, I love your body just the way. But I was like, no, but wouldn't it kind of be nice if I like, you know, when I'm 55 or 60 and I'm dressed in my pantsuit or whatever, like to be like more balanced. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, absolutely. You know? I feel like that's totally fair to just even out the because and feel more proportion. I definitely have a bum. I well, definitely what do. What makes me laugh listening to you is that you are wanting to possibly get a boob job for projectively your, your body in your 50s. 100%. And nothing about right now. No. Which is so funny to me. I, it's about I think, aging. I think, which is so and funny And looking good at 55. Because, which... You do. You look amazing now and you'll look amazing in your 50s. But it is so funny. Most women are the exact opposite of like, I want to look good right now or look like, oh, you, totally. know, you know, I don't know, upgraded for my husband now or my the boobs from my babies are ruined. So I just want to fix them back to the way they were. But you are literally yeah. thinking I'm forward thinking. What your, yeah, your 50s are going like to They're like my retirement bod. That I'm trying to get so, my retirement bod. My retirement bod. bod right now. Right now. Which you still look great right now. Well, no. And I think, I think it's funny because I told Sarah, like you, it will be a hard decision for her because she's never... She's never been chesty. Never. Like, and, and I my wouldn't babies, be chesty still. No, right, right. But you've just never had a chest. I've never had much anything. of a chest, yeah, to, right. you know, size. Where I've every time I nurse, my boobs get huge and like all the things. So, it, you know, I, I I've experienced that. She just has never experienced having like bigger boobs. And no. so I'm like, that's where the adjustment's going to be. Like deciding yeah. if you're ready to commit to just a bigger cup size and not much, but no. just a bit that it would be a different feeling, yeah. a different look even at sometimes. And that's a hundred percent. My only holdup at this point is, well, let me just say too, I did breastfeed Kate for like seven months, right. but I was explaining to Lauren, like my, my breast didn't really change. Like it was like on demand milk. <laughs> As weird as that sounds, like I never, like, sure, I would get engorged if, like, 
she slept through the night or something and right, I would wake right. up and I would feel, but never like did I have these like overflowing seas yes. or even bees, literally. Right, right. I, it's a joke in my, with me and my husband and this is TMI, but literally I probably have the same bra from like eight years ago. Because my bras do no work. Like, they do not get worn oh, out. Oh, you mean you've never bought more I like, new bras? I hardly... Oh, no, that's so true. I No, I know. I Me too. I, I've oh had my bras gosh. forever. Whereas but, my mom, she's getting new bras every year because her, her bras do work. Like, they yeah, get worn out. You know what I mean? They get worn out, right. Yours my are bras just, yeah. are, like, just sitting there. I guess nipple protection or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, I know I'm like, mean. they're yes. just not doing anything. And but, my husband's like, can we please get a new bra? Yeah, like every. Something new, a different color. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so, anyway, my point is, what was my point? Where I guess was I going you were with just, that? Well, you just thought, brought up the discussion of like a possibility there, yeah. something that will make you feel good. I totally had a point with bringing up bras. Why did I bring up bras? Oh, bras, because it was the same. You were oh, the same one. I was talking about when I was breastfeeding. I still didn't even have to upsize when I was breastfeeding. Yes, that's what I was doing. Yes, I still wore my same bra when oh, I was totally. breastfeeding. So I'm, I'm grabbing my boob right now. Do you no, see this? Yes, I'm like, yes, as we're talking boobs, yes, I'm like grabbing my right. boob. Um, if only you could see us. You guys. Only today. Um, no, but anyway, I don't know if I'll actually pull the trigger on it. I went to a consult. Yeah. Very informative. And helpful. yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. That is, that is where I'm at. And it's very much me feeling like I'm going through a midlife crisis. Well, I think you... And I'm starting to feel old. I Well, I'm And I just want my 25-year-old body back. I know. I already feel old, but I know some of you moms out there with like, you know, 18-year-olds, empty nesters are probably laughing laughing at us. I know. But it is weird how you kind of... Where I'm I'm 36 this fall, and that's weird. Are you? I'm 36 in like five months. Wait, how old am I? I'm 30... You're turning 35 in October. I'm turning... Lauren, where did 34 go? You are 34. I know. How'd that happen? Well, it's only, it's almost June. So we've got a few months, but yeah. Oh my gosh. No, wait. I literally said to Monica today, I said, oh, she asked how old George is. I said, oh, he'll be 35. He's, he's the same age as Lauren. She'll be 35. No, I'm turning 36 this year. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how old I am. Isn't that sad? That's so freaking sad. Oh my gosh. What is life? What has Corona done to me? I was going to say, Corona's really given us a We're trip in some here. freakish time warp. What is happening? It's a mind death. No, oh just my kidding. gosh. Legit. That's real. I'm, I'm dead serious. I said that today. No, You're yeah. going to be 36. George is turning 36. I'm turning 36 this fall. That's Girl, weird. you're on the other side. Going I'm on to 40. the up of 40. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, oh my gosh. Can't you guys wait. know how that feels. Nothing's wrong with 40, but you know oh how no. it feels. Go 40 is the new 30. Approaching 40 is kind of crazy. Oh, it's a trip. I feel like I, I'm just in this weird space right now. With we, like, all, we all are. You're trying to hang on to something. I don't know. Anyway. I know. I know. But things are just starting to kind of sag. We yeah. were just talking about that. Yeah. Like when I look in the mirror... My butt's sagging. I got this like sag on my tummy. I know. It's all just kind of sagging. Oh, and people would be laughing at you listening because you look really great. But um, I, I know. I will strip naked right it's now a jo- and show we you are, my butt. We are, we are evolving. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, late. Geez. We don't need to record when it's this late. I know. This Listen is crazy. Okay. Um, but tell me really quick on yeah. the aging thing, celebrities, who do you think has aged the best? Oh, Absolutely. Paul Rudd. 
What? Paul Rudd looks almost exactly like he did in Clueless. Do you know Paul Rudd? I know exactly who oh, he is. Oh, you don't think so? That is the last person. Yeah, no, you're a thousand percent right. But oh, every time. The- no, every time I see his picture, I go, uh, is that dude still 28? Like, <laughs> I can't. I, he's got to be fif- upwards to 50 now. He looks amazing to me. You're so right. Every time I see him in Ant-Man or Avengers or just press stuff, I'm like, the guy looks like literally he's two years out of Clueless. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh, he to me is still like looks way good. And, and you, it's funny. I've never really been like super attracted to him, but I think he's like that cute, quirky. He's a like, boyish. Yeah. He's yeah. that like boyish charm. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he still does. That's a freaky thing. He's 15. He's a boyish charm. What? Oh my he's, gosh. He's As cute. we were like prepping for the episode, we were talking celebrities and I'm rattling all these people off. Oh, J-Lo. J-Lo um, is like amazing. all these people I'm thinking of. And that's who you were thinking of. Oh, Paul I just, Red. every time I see his face, I'm just like, I, I, I should look up how oh old my gosh, he is. She's that's probably incredible. literally 50. Because on the other side of that, you have people like Pitt, Brad Pitt. Oh, and Brad's oh. finally hit it. He's oh. aging. And it breaks my heart because I love Brad Pitt. Oh, he's but he not finally doing so is. Well. And Harrison Ford, who I thought was like young forever, but now he is like full out old man Grant Paul. Oh, totally. And I'm like, oh, those are the guys we grew up with. And it's just like now they're old. Yeah. Tom is finally, Tom Cruise is finally. Oh my gosh, Mission Impossible 1 was on TV the other night. And I was like, George, I love this movie so much. I made him sit down with me. He's like, I haven't seen this pro- yeah. have I ever. Is that and the I'm one like, where he hovers? Yes, the yeah. original, yeah. very first one. And he comes on and he is baby Tom. Oh my gosh. And I literally looked it up. He was 33 when he made that movie. Is he Top Gun Tom? Oh, no, Top Gun Tom was 23. Shut I up. looked that up. He was 23 when he made Top Gun. Oh. He's 33 in Mission Impossible 1. And even compared to because the most recent one was just out, you know, last summer or whatever. And he looks still really good. I think he really does look handsome still. But I'm just like, freak. I remember this movie. I was probably in seventh grade. I yeah, loved it. And you he did like it. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm, but he's, he's, a, he's aging pretty well, actually. That's another one, Val Kilmer. Val, oh oh, yikes. <laughs> we are just murdering the celebrities I today. Like, and oh forget you guys. I'm never, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, Val, if you're ever listening. This is unfiltered, y'all. <laughs> this is what it's really like when no, the mic's but off. J-Lo is an anomaly, and I think she looks awesome. Oh. She still rocks it, the body, the sexy, all the stuff. Oh, so there's you so brought many. Her Gwen up. Stefani. Gwen Stefani like, there's looks so good. many Even of Gwen the women. Oh, she yeah. still looks almost the exact same it's from incredible. like contagion 10 years ago. Okay, well, we're going so long. Okay. So long on we'll time. Hit our hits. Let's do our hit and miss. What's your hit of the week? My hit is actually this weekend for the holiday weekend. We went to um, a water park here and I just had to like kind of touch on it because it was probably our first crowded like post-corona experience. Well, you need to preface that, that it, Arizona has opened. Yeah, Some places much. haven't. Most places. Most places Are movie have. theaters open? I was wondering. No, I don't so think modified so. open. So okay. we're like 50%. Mm-hmm. And some dine-in restaurants, not all. So we've done a restaurant or two now. Um, we... So we went to this water park here and um, it was a lot of fun. I wanted to go before summer got crazy because I knew people would start going. I thought yeah. people would still be nervous. So um, we went and and the other thing about a water park or pool in general, 
I read chlorine kills Corona. So, I mean, that's kind of a nice precaution to have. Like, and, and so we did it and it was super fun Fun. to be there together as a family. And it felt like a totally normal, like day experience weekend. And, and so that felt good to be just getting back to it. And I I wasn't even scared to be honest. I wasn't even like apprehensive. I was just like, let's go. Well, and again, we're already up in the hundred degree heat. Yeah. We've read, we've read so much about it, not living on hot surfaces. And so all of those factors, we just went for it and we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. Well my hit is I have to laugh because I've been very open about how bad I suck at homeschool throughout the whole course of this whole thing or how bad I'm just juggling it. You know what I mean? So I finally went to Costco this past week. Yeah. And I, they had the workbooks Mm -hmm. restocked. Yeah. And so I stocked up on them and this week we were so good at homeschooling yeah, and, and laughing out loud because it was our last, like school was over. School's, <laughs> School's done. out. School's, School's out. done. But I finally <laughs> got my crap together. And like every day we had four worksheets. We, they did reading. They wrote sentences. Like Kate wrote sentences about what she read and all the things. And like we, we made a schedule every night before and changed it up a little bit. Um, but I would walk through it with her like, okay, here's what you need to do while I'm at work. And then I'll come home. We read a chapter a night now. Good. I've been so worried about her reading, like, good, you know, digressing. And so we're reading the Amelia Bedelia books. Oh, fun. And so, it's so fun. Cute. Yes. Um, and so I'm really trying really hard. And I feel like we've kind of gotten into a rhythm and I am going to keep it going. I good. think right. just throughout summer as I can kind of just keep the learning going as much as I can. Totally. Well, I think we all are going to need the extra help. And every summer I try to implement something oh, so you? we don't go brain dead. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I try to either do like a reading, you know, program or yeah, just some worksheets. Yeah. But oh, see, I've never. <laughs> this, no, I think that's great. And yeah. I think it's always helpful. Yeah. So it, it worked well this week. We'll see what next week holds, but I, w- I was happy with that. Okay. What's your miss? Well, my miss is just like a funny thing for tonight. I was trying desperately to get George to come and record with us tonight. Oh, you guys, we have tried multiple times now <laughs> to get our husbands to do an episode with us. We, I guess we're going to need some like, uh, you know, peer pressure from y'all because yeah. seriously, I'm George. It's funny. George hates to do any sort of public speaking. So does my husband. It's funny because he's the most personable guy, but put him in front of a crowd and having to like do some sort of talk or speech, he really clams up. And so I think he thinks that way about the podcast. And I was just telling Sarah how funny it is to me because I know it is an audience. There are people out there listening to us. There's thousands of people listening. Who knows who's hearing me right now. But it's funny how I just very much zone into like, it's me and Sarah talking. Yeah. And I guess that's how I can keep it so fresh or real. And I don't think of the consequences. <laughs> or all the people that will hear me. This but, is where we get those DMs, yes, Lauren. Like, <laughs> at like, y'all need well, to stop. Well, this is where Alan Pompeo's coming after me, guys. <laughs> so true. But like, George, I was just like, come on, babe. And we were going to just kind of talk our story or our parenting and stuff. And he just was like, no. <laughs> this is the second go. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. So that was my miss. I'm, I'm determined to do it because I think it would be fun for you to have a little insight on George and I together and yeah. Sarah and Jeremy together and just hearing a little bit from them and the guys. Oh, but- because... We have such different dynamics, yeah, even with and our right. with our and husbands. Such different guys. They're so different personalities. Like too, you and- two are like 
so on all the time. Like you oh, match each other. Like you're both high we're energy. We're crazy together. <laughs> no, but you're like high energy. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it will be very insightful for the listener. Oh, I think it would be so fun. Oh, because would be I, so you fun. hear me refer to George and probably all the crazy oh and gosh. the good and some bad. So it's, I just think it'd be fun. We and, gotta and make fun. that happen. Yeah, we gotta do it. Okay, I, this might be, I haven't told you this yet. Have I told you Is this, this what you came home to? Yes. Okay. Did I already tell no, you? No, I've been dying all week. She's like, I have to tell you what I came home I to. I literally did not tell you. You did not tell me, and I've been dying to know. Oh my gosh. This is a freaking milestone in my parenting, okay? I am dying to know Are you this ready? Is. Are you ready? She so couldn't get I, over it. I get home from a hard day at work, okay? <sighs> hard, hard day, y'all. And it was like three, three o'clock or something like that. I have a freaking migraine because I'm not sleeping great during Corona. I come in the door and my babysitter is like, on like she's frantic I can see her she's like oh Sarah and I'm like what's going on long story short my boys she had made a fresh fruit bowl for each of them that had blueberries raspberries strawberries and what was the other grapes okay those four things okay that are so stainable they got in a food fight downstairs in my house while she went up to change the laundry Lauren it was everywhere it was on the ceiling <gasps> all over my glass <gasps> on my my nice wool rug oh no. my couch my fur pillows <gasps> my fur blanket everywhere oh i have never in my life ever had my children throw food smear poop do anything like this and i saw red y'all oh my god i went off. I was so not at my sitter, at my boys. My boys are old enough. Landon's five years old. He knows better. Was knows, Kate there? Kate was not there. She where was she at? She was upstairs watching TV. It was the two of them. And and my my sitter was like frantically trying to clean it all up before I oh. got home. And I was like, no, 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 no. You stop right now. And it went down with my boys. They were oh. on hands and knees with water for over 45 minutes, cleaning oh. it all up. <gasps> I was pissed like beyond i'm still finding raspberries like in crevices that i don't <gasps> even know exist oh my can you believe no well i can't believe no kids i are can't stupid. believe kids are stupid they do stupid things no 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 but girl that they, is being crazy. raised in my house oh they know better and that's the thing they're not 18 months old oh they're my. not a year like there's a window here where that might be acceptable they're three and five Luke, okay, maybe. Landon, 100% knows not to do that. And it, I was just like, next level. Did anything get ruined or stained? No. So I do have a cleaner. It's at Folex stuff. Yeah. I'm going to, sh- I'll share this. It is like miracle cleaner. Folex, yeah. It's incredible. It got all of it out of my white fur pillows, all of it. Oh. And so, no, everything came out, but it took hours of cleaning at least three hours after they did their cleaning of me cleaning and I was the last thing I wanted to deal with that day a food fight can you imagine who instigated do you know I don't even know I literally made them clean and then they went to their rooms for the rest of the day (laughs) because I was like I better not see you right now while I'm doing all this cleaning oh my god it's gonna get bad (laughs) oh my gosh I'm so sorry I actually never had a food fight I can't even Oh, it that's was not the worst. good. So it was, it was bad, and it will not happen again. I can oh tell you that. Oh my god! They saw a side of mom. I didn't hurt them. you guys. I did not lay hands on my children. I didn't even curse. I didn't do anything like that. But I was just so, like, 
the drill yeah. sergeant came oh, out. Yeah, like that's just there, so there, upsetting. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then I just sent them to their room. But anyway, okay. Oh well, boy. We're at an hour. Yes. Holy okay. crap. Okay. Um. Thanks for listening, guys. This one was kind of wheels off, but we just had so many hot takes we yeah. had to talk about. Lots um, of stuff. And I may have drank a Red Bull before this episode. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had some Red Bulls. It's late. And you can totally tell. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, anyway. All right. Well, make sure you check us out next week. We will be back next Monday with a new episode. And if you enjoy what you hear, make sure you go leave us a reading and a review. And you can find us throughout the week at The Mom Voice Podcast. We're mainly on Instagram. Yep. We try. You, you guys, let's just say this real quick. We tried YouTube for about a minute. We tried Facebook. We're going to get Facebook back going. Yeah, we are. We, yeah, but we you guys, are. let's be real. We're struggling right now with quarantine. We've got a lot on our plates. Yeah. Go well, find us at Instagram. Yeah, YouTube's going to be down the line here. It will and be down the line. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But we'll get just, it going. But yeah, go Instagram. find us on Instagram. We'd love to talk to you. All okay. right, thank you guys. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.